they uh, made it sound like we were the best people, and yet we had such a little chance only. In the Mexicans, they were, they were lost anyways, or the rest of the world was lost. And we had neighbors, Mexicans, they came always and got water in the morning. And I remember that, remember that from a little kid, I started learning a little bit Spanish. And in the morning, they would always say good morning, and, uh, or my dad would say good morning to them, and they would say thanks to God. They always had something to say about God. But the German people never, they wouldn't even answer back anything from God. And that, that bothered me always so much for years and years <laughs> that how they could do that. But they just don't know any better. That, that they just, just don't know. And, but then and when I was little, then they said to me, like I remember from my parents, they said, but God, everything is possible. Soon if we got a little bigger, then they said, Oh, you can't do that. You can't do that. And that and that bothered me always too. Like how could they say they said with God was everything possible? And then when you wanted to do something, then they said, Oh no, you can't do that. So that told me again they did not know they did not really know a whole lot. But then when we when we came to Canada I think that was whole Jesus' plan that we came here, because I don't think in Mexico probably never would have happened much when we came here. Then we started learning and and found Jesus. And for the longest time, when we were here already, I thought for myself like the way they were saying a wish, like how little chance there was, and they really drove that down on us too. It was so hard to get to heaven for the camel to go to the needle's eye. Mm -hmm. And I just, for the longest time, I thought, well, there's no point even trying because nobody can make it then. Like, that was just, till I understood that, then it was a whole different story, but I didn't. And for the longest time, I thought I was just going to be lost anyways. I was just hoping at least Elizabeth and the kids would be safe. But I didn't think that I could be saved. And till the, I don't know, what was it, in the 90s? Yeah, in the, in, in the 90s. That's, um, we, used to, we went to, it was an Amway business, and we were in for a little bit. We went to a lot of meetings, Toronto and Guelph and all over the place. We went to San Diego, California, once, Seattle, Washington. And from them people, we learned so much. And there was about business, but the bottom line was Jesus. That's what it was. And for we were, for the longest time already, I, I just didn't even want to go to or call any church anymore. But we did still for a while. I don't know what year we started at the Bell Mill. I think when Frank was little, something like that. And, and then we started there, but the biggest thing was when we were in San Diego, California one time, this, uh, on Sunday morning they had a church service, and there was quite a few guys, different speakers speaking, but I'll never forget this one guy, he said, he said that when Jesus, 
would come back and he would reign for another thousand years on earth. I had never heard that in my life. And when we got home, we ordered the whole Bible and Testament all on cassettes and I listened to it and I looked it up. Sure enough, it said it there. They never said that in church anywhere yet. So I thought, nah, this is, and then we started going to different churches and did different things. and. I really want to think I, I got saved. I was working in the field on a tractor, and I just, like, that came one day to me just like Jesus showed me I'm on earth just as I was before. And that was just awesome. I'll never forget that day. Never forget the field where it was or nothing. That was just, just overjoyedly. Jake, you want to share something? No? Why not? Here we are all free. We're all friends. We all have Jesus. Right? We all love Jesus. Yeah. Is um, where Peter goes fishing. And yeah, it's about that, so I'm not going to spoil it too much. So, should people go like over there and see? Yeah. You can move if you can't see. Yeah. I did. Loved it. <clears throat> the whole time I was watching it now and the first time too, I just get so excited because, you know, Peter's so blind and just so he just wants money and stuff. And I just get so excited because I know what's, what's going to come and how, how life is without Jesus, right? And it, to me, the whole time, I'm like, Peter, just, just listen. Like the first time uh, Andrew talks to him already, right? Just, just listen to what Andrew has to say because he wants to tell you about Jesus. Like God is trying to talk to him, but he's not listening, right? So if we just take time and actually listen, then we'll catch a lot of fish too. <laughs> I just, I really like it. I'm surprised with the whole thing. First time too. I just really like it because it gets so exciting to see what God actually can do if you just humble yourself. Do you guys have anything to say? <laughs> do you feel like that's you sometimes? That God has, like you know that God has been talking to you, but you've kind of just been ignoring him? Yeah, I definitely think the way Peter is the whole time is it's just I can do everything mm -hmm. it's just me I'll figure it out and the whole time it's just I will I will but then at the end when everything doesn't turn out his or the way he would like to then he's just like okay what's going on God why why are you so bad right so I think that's that's definitely how it's like to so 
awesome lot. And I like the way Peter just leaves all the fish and right away, right away follows Jesus. That's just so exciting. Yeah. And then he has ideas right away what they <laughs> should do. Yeah. Make a good team. Yeah. <laughs> I loved how Peter said when Jesus asked him to throw the throw the net in the water. <coughs> First he disagreed, but then he's like, "Okay, at your word." He's like, "Yes." It just made me cry right away. <laughs> because of your word, that's what makes everything possible. Mm-hmm. And he is the word. He's the word of God. How did you like it, Jakey? Yeah, we are many times the same. We uh, were, especially before we truly knew Jesus. Yeah. We, we thought that's the only way we have to do it ourselves. And if it doesn't work out, then it's God's fault. Yeah, exactly. Who was the guy standing behind? Who was going to go and pay his debt now?
Psalms 91 verse 2. I was going to be able to do this even though I'm still nervous, but I know that God is here and <laughs> He's good. He's always good. No matter where we think we are, like how deep in the pit we think we are, He's always good and He is always ready to help if we just listen. <laughs> I think that's a very, very big thing. We have to do our own part too. And we have to to listen and we have to humble ourselves too to do what God wants us to do. Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee. Great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. He noticed two empty boats at the water's edge, for the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Now go out where it is deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish master simon replied we worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing but if you say so i'll let the nets down again and and this time their nets were so full of fish they began to tear a shout for help brought their partners in the other boat and soon both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking when simon peter realized what had happened He fell to his knees before Jesus and said, O Lord, please leave me. I'm such a sinful man. For he was awestruck by the number of fish they had caught, as were the others with him. His partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were also amazed. Jesus replied to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishing for people. And as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. I love that last um, line there. But just what you're saying is they, just, they left everything. Mm-hmm. And that is a <clears throat> that is a prerequisite. That means you have to do it if you want to follow Jesus. You have to leave everything right away. Right away. There's no just, oh, just wait a bit. I'll stay here and keep do, living my life the way I'm doing it my way. And I'll come to you when I want. That means you're not saved yet. <laughs> you know, you haven't made the decision. 
That's why I just love this the huge. By the way, by the way, just left everything. The biggest catch they ever had in their life. For whatever reason, they got all that and that's that much money and could provide whatever, a nice life for them and whatever. Can you imagine like how many fish they would have caught on a normal day? You know, like 10 or 20, mm-hmm. maybe. And there's like a thousand fish. It could be like six months wages there, you know, or more, who knows. And they're like, oh, just totally that means worthless to me now. God's here. I'm doing whatever you say. And like, Andrew tries to tell Peter that, right? <clears throat> the Romans don't matter. It doesn't matter. But yeah. he's like, he doesn't listen. Yeah. He has to see it. <laughs> yeah. You know, so often, like, we could already experience God's, like, goodness if we would just listen. But we want to see a big sign or something. But we could already be living in his love if we just obey listen yeah that's such a big one just to listen not even to just to see what the person has to say I would say if they want to teach uh, tell you about Jesus or if you go out and tell you to tell someone about Jesus is try to get them to listen so if people can just listen it's not about what we have to do or people don't like to hear oh now we have to do this or that just get them to listen a little bit about Jesus and it will change them forever. But the thing of waiting back from Gudikum, you didn't need to hear anything. Yeah. I always find it it's harder for Zonos to be from because we thought we were the ones. We thought we had it. Well, yeah, it's... And, and, and it's, it's still yeah, those, those people that are willing to listen it doesn't take long until they get saved it's like every time it's it's like that guy what was his name um, the one that goes to the prison to visit John oh uh, Nicodemus he's right away he doesn't like he just wants to find a way to like end this or whatever and, and it's also he's <laughs> he wants he doesn't just jump in and okay this is wrong or he 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 searches Mm -hmm. he wants to know the the story what's going on because you can tell that he definitely knows the bible or that he knows the word so when someone comes and tells him about uh, jesus and he's interested he wants to know is this the one so i think that's how we should always be too yeah but when he goes in there like john says you're more frightened here than I am. Mm, yeah. I, that just stood out to me. Like, and I know that, that was me. But in the past, before I had Jesus, if somebody would try to say something, I was scared to hear because I knew that I wasn't going to heaven. But now when I hear something, just so exciting. Gee, and, and that's, uh, I think there's a lot of it is too. Like, uh, we've been, somehow it's been drained on us that, uh, oh, that's a mean God. We're wrong. We're going to get it, right? And it's not true. <coughs> no, it's so loving. It's so, so good. I think what, what you were saying about growing up and you thought you had the answers, right? You thought you were the ones. Oh, and, yeah, it's, it's like you said. <coughs> it, there was a slight chance that we might make it. But still, we, we didn't. We and didn't you thought you were the chosen people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, in that 
that kind of mindset, that's not just, that's everybody. Mm. Everyone who doesn't know Jesus. Yeah. They think, I, I don't need God, I got this, I got that, whatever reason. I have this God, I have money, I have good friends, I have all I need, what do I need God for, whatever. Even if they weren't thinking about uh, going to heaven or whatever it is, they had the answer. I'm right. Right? It just looked a little different in your culture. But it's the same thing. Everyone's in the same boat. Like, ah, I'm good enough. Whatever it is. Yeah, I'm comfortable get, right here right now. Mm-hmm. Forget this one, Pastor, we were listening to this a little while, too. And he was explaining so much uh, about clothes and everything else. Yes, like, it sounds like he <coughs> came from Mexico. And that was totally somewhere else, too. They had... Like years ago, they had it everywhere. Like everybody has these pockets where there, where there still is, oh, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. All those rules. And I, I've said sometimes, I like to break rules. And I do it lots of times. <laughs> but, well, that's, that's the thing, right? It's that people are still living under the old covenant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The new covenant is. Jesus, yes, and when you when that opens your mind and opens your eyes, you're like, whoa, everything's new, everything's different. God's not this evil God who kills babies and and destroys millions of people. Like the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and God gives life abundantly. But when you're still looking, it's like I have to do something to earn something instead of He's done something, so now I get everything. Just because I believe them. Like people want to still live in the law. They want to find the way to do it, you know? Yeah. Until they hear the truth, like, that's such a burden to just have to do that all the time, all the time. And get that. It just changes everything. Peter said, you don't need a lamb, you need fish. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you just listened. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like what the Roman guy said. I don't know what his name was. The leader or whatever. He's like, you guys pretend you don't like us, but truly you actually want us here. So you can complain and grumble about us. Yeah, <clears throat> It's like, yeah, without Jesus, that's how it is. I read a scripture this week, I forget exactly word for word how it goes, but it says where you find grumbling and complaining, you'll find every evil work. <laughs> everything evil, so everything evil comes from that. From the attitude of everything's wrong, everything's you know? Everything evil comes from that attitude. Someone <laughs> else. <laughs> Luke five verse thirty three. Two says, I have come to call not those who think they are righteous, but to who, to whom, knowing they are sinners and need to repent. Am I saying that right? To those who. Those yeah. who know they are sinners and need to repent. Yeah. yeah. So that's the religious leaders or the Pharisees. They yeah. thought they were righteous. They were the right way. Mm-hmm. But everyone's a sinner. Everyone needs to repent. 
and then you change, and then you're righteous. <laughs> guys over there in the back so quiet. Do you need help? Do you need more help? Gonna have communion. you did for us how much you loved us and and still every day like even if people reject you or i don't trust you you're still there you still listen you still love us so very much father and you still pour your holy spirit on us and just still love us father thank you so much just for for this amazing bible study and for everything that you have taught us and just that we get to be part of this leadership and you're just, again, just so awesome, God. We love you so very much. And we thank you so much that you have shed your love on us. I just pray that we will all be able to just go into the world and just show all the people your amazing love and that we will not hold back, that we will just go out there and just be yeah, just fearless and just show them how much you care about everyone, Father. I just thank you so very much for it. For what you are and for being our king father i thank you that we get to be your children i pray this in your holy name amen amen, amen.
Does anybody else want to pray? Have anything to say? Yeah, Lord, we just thank you for <clears throat> this night, God, again, for Nancy leading such an awesome night. Thank you, God, for your body and your blood, Lord, that you shed for us. This is a representation of the new covenant, God. The new, the old is gone, the new has come, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for shedding your blood, for doing what you had to do, God. You were that lamb. You're that spotless lamb that was sacrificed for us and took away all of our sin and all of the effects of sin and everything, God, when we believe in you. Thank you, God, for this new covenant that changes everything. We don't have to sacrifice everyday animals and live in all that stuff, God. You gave yourself as an eternal sacrifice forever, never having to do it again. Because you are perfect and now you're making us perfect, God, making us holy. I thank you, Lord God. You've changed us. and You've changed us. We are who you say we are, God, because of this, what we're eating and drinking right now, God. I just thank you so much for that. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Genesis 1 to Revelation. <laughs> 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 